Last week we were talking about the time that we're living in is a Doratah Pulchais. All of the descriptions that we find at the end of the Torah of what's going to be at the end of time, especially in the Shira of Hazinu, we're living in right now. And we were talking about the perverseness of the generation, the, the meaning of Doratah Pulchais. Alufenu Mustubalim, we learn, means that Kolzman. The adults are soivel, thank you. Kolzman, the adults, are carrying the children and believe in the kaiches of the children and trust the children. So then the children are soivel, the adults. The dorta fuchos that we're living in is because, as the Torah says very, very clearly, that the problem is ki dorta fuchos, lo emun bam. That's what we were talking about at the end, lo emun bam. And if that emuna is missing, not just emuna in the in the Ebishta in Hashem, but emuna in the children, then the children Mimela don't have that trust in us, then our ability to raise them, which is a lotion of is a lotion of also to be omen, that Mordechai was omen as Hadassah, to om, to be an omen means to nurture and to raise, that our our ability or the umness to be to be Omen, our children, to raise and to nurture our children is is very, very limited. It's very, very limited. Now we can understand, let's go right there, let's go further. Now we can understand the Gemara and Shabbos Daflam and Aleph that, that we've spoken about many times over the years, and this will bring us into the Chavis Talmidim. I'm not sure if we'll get to the Chavis Talmidim today, so you still have a chance to bring it. Uh, make a note on your phone or whatever people do nowadays that you should go ding next Sunday morning. <coughs> the, um, the Gemara and Shabbos, as you, as you recall, goes a Pasuk, and then each part of the Pasuk corresponds to a different state of the Mishnais, and, and I'm not going through the whole thing, I don't want to take time on that, but V'ahoyah emunas itecha emunas itecha chaisen Yeshua's chachmas so this she says it Mishnah, and of course say the Zroim of Mishnah is which, Emuna, Emuna Sitecha, Emuna. The Gemara says is say the Zroim, Emuna. Faith is say the Zroim. Taisus brings over there the Yerushalmi that I mentioned yesterday afternoon in the Shia before Mincha. The Taisus they bring from the Yerushalmi. What's the meaning of Emuna and say the Zroim? What's the connection between Emuna and say the Zroim? So the Yushalmi says, Shamamin Bechai Oilamim Vizareya. I mentioned it yesterday morning, not afternoon. Shamamin Bechai Oilamim Vizareya. A farmer is a big mammon. Maybe nowadays they have all kinds of advanced but but still the etzim, the nature of the farmer is that he does all of the work, but at the end of the day, he's Mammon Bechai Olamim. He has to believe in the in the Chai Olamim and the one who lives forever. Vizareya, and he plants, and then if it rains, good. He davens, he hopes it'll work out. He's mamun b'chayel mizareya. That's what Taisus brings over there in the Gemara to explain the, that emuna say the say the zroim is emuna. So the chedush arim, and the, it's in the sefer schus sefer schus and parshas shlach lachon shlach. The chedush arim, the chedush arim asks that he asks well. Say the Zroim, say the Zroim, 
is is all about Davish uh, Abateva. Others were talking about Chumas and Mises and so on, and, and Shvi Shemitah, about planting. It's about Teva and how Teva works. <coughs> so he asked, where do we see Davke Amunis Itacha? Why is Seder Zroyim? Why is Seder Zroyim Amuna, Amunis Itacha? Seder Zroyim is the Mahalach of the Bria that Hashem is Baruch made. And it functions according to the Teva, the nature that Hashem created. So that's exactly what he explains. That Mamin Bechai Olamim means that in everything that exists in Teva that we see with our eyes, its existence, of course, is because there's a Chiyas Elokis that is inside of it, that gives its life, that gives it life. It's Mahava and Mechaye, every single moment, every single second, as the author explains in Tanya, So, the Chidushim explains that Mamen Bechaye means that a person believes in every single situation of He'elem. Chai Olamim means the one who lives forever. But the Chidushim says it means the one who is alive inside every He'elem, who is living, who is inside Every helam, every every concealment, <coughs> all that's concealed, contains within it the chai elamim. So the yisoid hamuna, the chadushim says, because now we're going to be just talking about the amuna, what it means believing in children, believing in parents. The the yisoid of amuna is lias nimshach acha nekudas achias elokis agnuzo misteres behester hatavah habriya that. The Yisod of all Amuna, of all faith, is Seyda Zeroim. Because the Yisod of Amuna is that a person should not be distracted or confused by the exterior of reality. The exterior of reality is Ha'alim, Vehester. It's concealment, it's confusion. It's physical, it's the outside, it's what you see with your eyes. Amuna always means you have a choice you're either going to be nimshach, you're either going to be taken by, attracted to, drawn to, the hester and the helem, the covers, the package, the outside, or you're going to be able to penetrate through that with your emuna, with emuna, and to be nimshach, again, the words of the Chedushim, achanakudas hachiyas ha'elokiz, to be drawn to, to seek, in the kudas achias elokis, that point of the chai elamim, of the one who is alive inside of all that is ne'elam, that is all, all that is hidden, in the hester of Teva and Bria, and to believe, the Chidushim says, that Teva, of course, itself, and all that exists, is only because uh, is only because of the chai elamim, is only because of the chias, that is ne'elam, inside this, inside this piece of creation. And that's why Hashem is called Chai Olamim. Chai Olamim. Mela, that's why Seydes Roim, Seydes Roim is Amuna. Seydes Roim is Amuna because Seydes Roim means the section of Shaz that's all about, that's all about Teva, fields, planting, and so on. And and mamin bechay olamim v'zereya. That's the yisod of seder zron.
Now, you remember I told you last week, we were talking for the past few weeks about the word in Lashon HaKadosh, Na'ar. Na'ar. An adolescent, a young man, Na'ar. And I mentioned that there's another word in Lashon HaKadosh for a, for, a for a young person. And that word is, is Elam. Ayin Lamid Mem. I'll remind you, when Shaul HaMelech was asking about who is this David, who is this, even though it's strange that he was asking because he, he knew who he was, obviously he was asking to understand something else about him. <coughs> so the Lashon that we find in Avi is Ben Miza, Ben Miza HaElem. Ben Miza HaElem. He didn't ask Ben Miza HaNa'ar, he asked Ben Miza HaElem. Ayin Lamed Mem. And Misa Ha'elam. Also, we find with David and Yohannes and with the that we that we lay on Machachaydish, the Haftarah Machachaydish, that we look with the arrows, right, with the young boy getting the arrows, bringing back the arrows, the sign between that was made between David and, and Yohannes, because not to get into trouble with Shaul, the whole sign. Also, it uses the word Elam to go get the arrows. Stavki, in the context of, of the story of David and Malachi, we find the word Elam being used a lot. Now, obviously. The word elam comes from what? Olam. From olam, from ne'elam. From, from helam, the word elam. That means, al hashetach, on the surface, when you look at the young man, you oftentimes, especially in our days of dar ta'afu you often see on the surface anger, and all kinds of uh, anger, apathy, chutzpah, all of these things that we've been talking about, you see on the surface. And it's very, very hard to see the kaiches han-ne'elamim, the kaiches that are hidden within this child. That's the main challenge that we have as parents. It's very hard to see what is ne'elam in the elam. And that's why he's called an elam. When Sholem Alech said, when Sholem Alech says the question, Ben Miza HaElem, and the Mepharshim is scrambling to, to figure out, like, why is he asking? They already, he knows him already, they already had, a, they already had uh, with each other an Indian, so why is he asking Ben Miza HaElem? means that he saw something. He saw something in David that he hadn't seen before, and, and Sholem Alech realized with his, with his eyes and his way of seeing Shalom Alech realized that there's something here that I wasn't paying attention to earlier. Ben Miza Ha'elam. Yesh Mashu Kan Shewach and Ne'elam. There's something here that's hidden in this. This is not, a, this is not just a regular guy from, from Yeshiv. Ben Miza Ha'elam. What's, who, who is this person? Ben Miza Ha'elam. Na'ar, we learn, is. On the one hand, a na'ar is mena'er, he casts off, he throws off everything. The word lena'er. Hisna'ari. But on a deeper level, what the avod is of each and every parent and mechanech, and we're going to see more about this in the Chavis HaTalmidim, could be summarized in the following way. That the chiv of the parent is lina'er, is to try to shake off his shallow, superficial understanding of the kid that he's raising, and to try to ask this question, ha'elam. There's something hidden here. 
I don't understand it necessarily right now. Try to get help. Try to learn the sugi of your kid. But mizah ha'elam. And also na'ar, as we learned, is a lotion of his oiras, right? His na'ari, to wake up. His na'ari, me'ofakumi. That's the responsibility of the parent, is to look at the na'ar, who is being mena'er, everything that's important to you. He's throwing away everything that's important to you. He's casting off everything that's important to you and acting crazy. And to look at this na'ar and not to, and not to get caught up in what you see with your eyes, but instead to, to always ask the question, Miza ha'elam? Where is the chai elamim? Where is the elokus that is hidden inside the elam? That is ne'elam inside this na'ar? And to do whatever we can to uncover that that chai olavim that is ne'elam in the elam through these years of his being a nar. That's really what, what raising a child is about. Over the years we've spoken about the Pesach and Mishle and what the Svarim have to say about the Pesach and Mishle. Mayim amukim eitzeb leiv ish. Mayim amukim eitzeb leiv ish. Ve'ish tvunos yidlana. Mayim amukim eitzeb leiv ish. That means that inside each and every person is a Maim HaMulkim, which is Eitzab Levish. The Mepharshim explained this in a different way, different ways. But Eitzab Levish means that the key to that person, of who that person is, is Maim HaMulkim. It's very, very deep. Every person has within him this Chai Elamim, but it's, in, in some it's, it's more deeply buried than others. Maim HaMulkim, Eitzab Levish. Eitzab Levish also means the person who's trying to get to the Maim HaMulkim, who's trying to excavate this person. And Mishle Shomal says, Ish Tvunos Yidlana. That only a person of great wisdom of Bina, Ish Tvunos Yidlana. Yidlana means, knows how to, like in a well, a person is like a well. And the Ish Tvunos means the parent, the Rebbe, the Chacham, who knows how, Yidlana, to draw the waters out of that well. In other words, to find to find the eights of, of how am I to save this kid? How am I going to raise this kid into a healthy person? Into an Elochid, into a healthy person, into a Yereshamayim. So, Mayim Amukim is eights and it requires this koch of Ish Tvunos Yidlana, this koch of Bina, to find, to find the Chai Olamim that is Ne'elam, that is hidden in the Elam. The chai elamim that is nelam in the in the element the child. Ish tvunas yidlena. The Swam already have said this in different places that the word dli, which means a bucket. Yidlena means like dola dola, like Moshe Rabbeinu when he went by the well when he came to Yisro's house. Lidlos means to draw out like from the well with the bucket. The word dli is the oisius yelad, yelad a boy. Ish tvunas yidlena means. The Medrash, the Medrash says on this Pasik, Moshe Leber Amaik, this could be compared to a deep well. Now the question is, how do I get water out of this well? The water is deep, deep down in the well. No, we never, we never had to do this. We just turn on the faucet and uh, that's it. We're not used to this kind of stuff. But this is how people lived until recently. So you have to figure out, how am I going to get the water from over there? How do I get that over here? It would be very, very easy if everything was just right 
in front of you. It's not. The water is Mahamukim, Aitzabish. So the Medrash says, a smart person comes and he looks at this and he's got to get the water out of the well. So he's kosha chevel bechevel. He ties a rope to another rope, nima benima, a string to another string, and so on. Until he's able to draw to tie to a bucket and he's able to draw out the water from that's, the, that's in the well. And the Shemi Shmuel Pashas told us that we spoke about, I think it's Nain Beis, I don't remember. Those two tzaddikim and others, but these two tzaddikim in a number of places explain that what Shalom Melech is referring to here is not how to get water out of a well. Everybody that lived in Shalom Melech's time, they, that's what they, they know how to do that. What Shalom Melech is talking about is how do I get to the Nekuda Hagadnuza? how do I get to that Chai Elomim inside of another person? How do I get to that? You see somebody that on the surface does not appear to be uh, connected in any way to, to Elokos, to godliness. On the surface appears to be, God forbid, an Ememtashari Tumah. So what Shlomo is talking about is how each person is a Be'er Amok. That's what the Medrash says. Every person is a very, very deep well. It's a Yid. We're not talking about and ain't a Yehudi, we're talking about a Jew. And a Jew is a, is a Be'er Amok, that's what the Medrash says, is a deep well. And in that deep well, and in some it's much deeper than in others, because it's depending upon where that person is coming from, what he's been through, there's the Nakuda Gnuza <coughs> that is Nelam, that is hidden. And it requires tremendous, tremendous Tvuna, Bina, on the part of parents and teachers, we're going to see inside the Chavis Talmidim, to be able to get to the Yeled, to find out who is this Yeled, to the Dili, to be able to dip down deep into that Be'er, and to draw out, to draw out all of the Koiches of that Yeled that are hidden within it. It's within ourselves too, it's not just within a child, but within ourselves also. To get to the, that which is Nelam. That is the that is the responsibility of parents and teachers. Lidlois hapnimius haneelemes benefesh ayelad to be able to draw out the pnimius haneelemes. What is this child's talent? This kid is not like my other kid. Why can't you be like the other kid? That's like putting a bullet into a kid's head. Why can't you be like your brother? Why can't you be like your sister? What is the Pneumius Haneelemis in this particular child, to understand this child, to try to find that, and Lidlois, Ulagalois, to draw out the Yelet, to find the Yelet, to draw out that Nakuda Pneumis, say the Zorim is Mamen Bechay Olomim Bezerea, say the Zorim, and Munasitacha. We're learning that, and all that we're learning now, we, we're learning that Emunas, say the Zorim, Shamamin Bachaylam Bizarya means that the first thing about being a parent is that you believe that there's a that there's a an akuda gnuza, there's a chiyas and elamas, that there's kedusha that is hidden in your child. You believe that there are talents, there are skills, there's greatness, there's sweetness, there's beauty that's hidden in that child. And even though it sounds like of course I know that, but we all know that because of what's taking place on top on the surface of the well, there's a lot of dirt. The whole avoida of the Ovis was to excavate wells. We spoke about that a lot over the years. 
And on top, it's very hard because on top there are a lot of policemen that are hanging around. And and we've learned what the Kotzka and other tzaddikim said when it says in Pesach, Sitmum Plishtim, right? That they shut the wells up. And the Kotzka said that Sitmum Plishtim is a lotion of Stam. Stam means that the, the Tumma of, of the Plishtim, that Tumma of the Plishtim is that instead of seeing, instead of believing in and searching for the Nakuda Agnuza, you look at the surface and you think, Stam, there's nothing here, Stam. That's the meaning of Sitmum Plishtim. Sitmum Plishtim, there's a certain klipa in life that will take a person, a person can stand in front of the Kaisal Maravi, he can stand in Mahamish looking at the Harabais and stop. He doesn't see anything that's different or special about this place. You can look at, you can look at this child and you see on the outside he's a Michigan, he's acting up and all of these different things. And, and uh, stop. Sitmum, Vayisatmum, Vayisitmum is a lotion of stam. And steamer, of course, means to close something up, right? They closed up the well. Sitmum plishtim. That's the cough of plishtim. There's a big klipa, of course, now in the world of the plishtim. This is why they call themselves Palestinians. who's very much connected, even though they're not Bamis plishtim. Although they, they occupy uh, Gaza, which is the place of the plishtim. That's their natural habitat of the plishtim. But these are Tzikikimanist uh, plishtim, these Yishamayilim. But, but the, the tumma, the klipa, of of the plishtim, which is very strong in the world before Mashiach comes, is it is that tumma of stam to look at something and instead of being able to see to penetrate to the depths, to look at it just on, on the surface. It's all connected to the technology and everything about the technology is stam is tumma plishtim. Instead of instead of being mamik and the oimik and then the kudagnuza, in the chayolamim everything is being looked at very quickly, very superficially, including our children. And that's the that's the clip of sitmum plishtim. Instead of saying, "Wow, there's there's something here. I have to try to get to the bottom of this and try to figure this out and try to understand why is my kid talking this way? Why is my kid acting this way? What is it he's so angry? There was a parent here that told me last uh, that told me some time ago that that the kid all of a sudden is a must be ninth grade, that the kid is all of a sudden like becoming very, very closed and distant, as we spoke about. And and uh, he's been he's been learning the Indian together with us, his father, and he takes it very much to heart. And he had a heart-to-heart talk with the kid. And the boy shared with his father that he's been going a number of times, uh, a day, a night, he goes to the bathroom sometimes for an hour, and he's Pagim the Bris, Hashem Rachim. He's Pagim the Bris. And the boy is closing down. He's shutting down. We're going to talk for months about how that Indian of Pagama Bris, how it shuts the person down. It's the, and that's the Indian of the Plishtim. That's what, as you recall, what's the, what is the word that David Malach always uses for the... For, remember when he was fighting against Goliath? What does he call Goliath? You remember? Oral. 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 The uncircumcised. Oral. Remember I told you the story how when the Samarov and the famous picture where the Samarov was, was, came, was, they brought the Samarov to meet the king of Romania. It was a whole big thing, a whole machastika thing. And, and the king of Romania was talking to the Samarov and he turned to the, his guy and he says, Vuzuk the Udal. Vuzuk the Udal. The Udal. He didn't want to, he, didn't, he saw that his chassidim were getting too impressed with the Udal. He understood. Vuzuk the Udal. The uncircumcised one. David Amalekh. The whole world was shaking from Goliath, from the Plishti. 
the Indian of the Plishti is, is Stam. And Dabramach says, says he's Stam a Plishti, he's an Oral. Everything about him is that he doesn't see. He, doesn't, he looks inside Dabramach, the Plishti, right, Goliath, and he sees, ah, they sent a Nar, a Nar, they sent a Nar, look in the, look in the Novi, they sent a Nar, Litzachik, right, to make fun of me. They're sending a Nar, a kid. A nar, even though Dovnach was already a grown man, but this, like, they're sending a nar. And, and Dovnach let him have it. He says, You're going to see what this nar, nar. And he said, You're a macharf, you're a megadif, a plishti, stam, you don't see what's inside the nar. And in that context, remember that Dovnach was about to go out to war, that's when Sholem Elach asked what? Mizah Elam. Who is the Elam? Who is this? Nelam. That the plishti is saying is a nar. Who's the Nelam? Who's the Elam? Who is this? Where's the Chai Olamim over here? Where's the Nakuda the Nakuda that's hidden over here? So the, the whole Indian of Pagam Habris is the Koch of Orla, is that Klipa of the Orla that covers, that covers. So this so the, the father told me that he was that he decided he was gonna go for it. He never spoke to me about this Indian. I had I had three calls like this, discussions. With fathers, one was with a mother about it, and two of the fa- two fathers, very similar stories. And the father said, "Okay, here I go. I'm going to try to talk about it." And the kid was so unbelievably relieved to talk about it with his father, and they were crying and holding each other. I'm, I'm going to help you, and I, I don't look down on you. I, I don't 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 feel bad. It's it's okay. It's it's healthy. It's normal. We have to talk to how to work and to control the whole of the whole. Mitch will talk a lot about it. But, you know, for the first time, this father asked, Miza Ha'elam. Miza Ha'elam, like, why is he so quiet lately? Why does he seem to not want to have a shaykh as his parents? What, what's, what's, why is he so moody? Now, when you see a ninth grader acting like that, nine out of ten, and that's being already more conservative, nine out of ten, the, he's struggling with this Indian. And and we have to ask Misa Ha'elam. <clears throat> Misa Ha'elam. To ignore it, which is the easy way out, which, was, which is what most of us uh, try to get away with, to ignore it, to ignore it, is the Klebe of Plishtim. It's Sitmon Plishtim. Stop. Stop. What is it? I... You know, he's a teenager. Uh, or whatever. He's upset because uh, we didn't let him have uh, the latest iPhone. He's upset. Stam. 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 It's a little stam. You remember also with the Kotzke that somebody, the Kotzke asked, who's that Jew? And the person said, Stam Ayid. So the Kotzke says, Stam by me stands for Sefer Torah Tfil Mezuzah. Sefer Stam. Stam Ayid. Say Stam Ayid. Ayid is Stam. <clears throat> so the so the father was asking Misa Ha'elam, Misa Ha'elam, and he wasn't saying I, I can understand. I can't figure this out yet. I don't know what I'm going to do. The father, I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure how to handle this. But just by by letting the kid, by letting the kid, no, I understand. It's okay. Beside, we'll work on it. Don't get, don't get. You're not alone. Don't feel because the kid feels terribly lonely. We'll talk about that. But the Indian of Pagam Habris is the Kair of Arla of the Plishti of Stam. Stam. And then the kid starts to feel about everything life, Stam. It's Davening, Stam. 
learning stam. Tikkun Hamidus stam. And you see a kid looks like he's dead. Ninth grade. Why is he? Why he looks like he's like an old man? He walks around stam. Like life doesn't mean anything anymore. <coughs> with this, with this, in you know, Pagam the child loses a cheshek to live. Now, not that he's going to, God forbid, kill himself, but he doesn't have a cheshek. Because everything becomes stam. So then, of course, to go and do crazy averes, stam. Mazem shanet. You know, what difference does it make? Because Sitmun Plishtim, the Plishti covered him up. On the eighth day, the Plishti was, the Orla was removed, and then and then everything is good, he's a little baby, and everything's Givaldic, and then he comes to that place in his life, when he's a Nar, and he's a Nar, and an Elam, and then the Plishti comes after him. The Plishti comes after him. Shaul means to ask, right? Shaul HaMelech. It's an amazing name, Shaul. But Sha'ala Vichavyagedcha. Shaul means to ask. And Shaul asked the question, Mizeha Elam. Mizeha Elam. Mizeha Elam. To ask about our children, to try to understand Mizeha Elam. So, so now, just to put things together, and we'll start learning inside. And Munah says, Say this, Rahim, the Gemara says, Shamamin Bechayalom Vizereya. That's what the Yushalmi says. Shamamin Bechayalom Vizereya. That means that even though I don't have a terrace yet, I don't know how to help my kid. I don't know how to help him. Because like this father, they, like these parents are telling me, they don't know how to help. What do we do? So, even though, even though we don't know how at that point yet to help necessarily, but the mere fact that a parent leaves that, that Helam and Hester of making believe that nothing is wrong or just yelling and fighting and so on. And he enters into the world of Amuna, Amuna, which means that he's Mamin Bechayolamin. Then he's, that there's something Chai, that, that the Barnacle was alive. And you know the Indian of Kedusha's verse is called Chai. Ben Ish Chai, Rav Palm Chai. Today is Chesed Shabi Yisai, you know that. Today is Chesed Shabi Yisai. What does it mean? Chesed should be said. What does it mean? It's a big Indian. But Chesed should be aside means the greatest kindness that you could do for your child is to communicate this to him. That you believe that you believe that there's elokus that's nelam in him, and that you and that you want to help him with the pain that he's going through. Chesed should be aside doesn't only mean that people are talking to each other. It means that you talk to the other person with the with the interest of trying to understand the good that is in that person. That's called chesed shibiyasai. Yisod is sad, yisod oilam, yisod always means to connect. Yisod. Yisod, of course, is kedusha sabris. That's the meaning of yisod. It's, we're going to be talking for months and months about the meat of yisod. We'll talk a lot about the meat of yisod. But chesed shibiyasai, the what this parent did with his kid, that he went and he asked him, can I ask you something directly? Is this something which is you're struggling with? Are you hurting from this? Is this something? And the kid started to cry, and he said, yes, and whatever. And that's why, that's where I am, and that's why, whatever, I'm doing this. And, I'm, and he started to see how bad he is and all this stuff. And, and uh, he heard something from the, one of the uh, kids who heard from another rabbi about this. There's no tshuva. Once he hears those words that the, you know, the Zohar says there's no tshuva, then... Sit moon please them. All the lights you see on the kid go. Everything goes out. All the lights go out. Because he heard that there's no truth. 
If there's no tshuvas, then it's for fun. So you have a ninth grade kid, and that's it. He's done. Everything shuts off. And he sits there in class the whole time like this, listening. The pshat and toysis azoi. The Rebbe Kiva is like this. The Mashas is like that. The Raman Pasu is like this. And the Bessios is like this. And he's off. Kids down. All systems down. Because there's no tshuva. There's no tshuva. It's something that can't be fixed. It can't be fixed. He's broken, and he feels that he's permanently broken. Chesed should be aside means the greatest chesed you could do for the elem, for the child, is to is to believe in the kaiches and elamim, and not to be not to be frightened. And the kid tells you that he's doing, he's looking at something bad on the phone, or he went to see this, or he went to see that, or or he did something. Not to not to start to say, oh yeah, I can't believe it, I can't believe it. What's going to be? What's going to be? And not to not to be frightened, not to be discouraged, not to show chasusholim that. That you're in any way misyayish, that you're upset with him, or you're disappointed in him, is chizik. That's chesed should be yisay. Chesed should be yisay. It's the greatest chesed because this is the greatest pain that child has. That is the pain of working on this union of of yisay. And therefore, each and every one of us has to believe that hazar and bedim berini kitzaru. That that if we if we try to work at this, if we and we continuously, continuously are in that, in that parasha of trying to understand that which is nelam in my child, what's hurting my child, what's the, what are the talents and skills and the koiches of my child, not to force the child to do something that he really can't handle at that time in his life, but to try to understand what is it that's good for him right now, not to compare him to this kid or that kid. So then, so then, Dharmal says at the very beginning of Tilim Vahir, Kate Shosla Palgemaim, a Shepir, Yitin, Vitin, Valelo, Yibov, Halasha, Yasi, Etzliach. Then the child will grow. When you doyle with the, the, the Yeled and you draw him out, you draw out the Yeled, the Dli is to draw out the Yeled, the Kerkes and Elam. So then, you'll be Zarcher, then will be Zarcher's parents for Hazarim, Badim, Abrinik, Sairu, and the Vahir Kate Shosla Palgemaim, a Shepir, Yitin, Vitin, Halasha, Yasi, Etzliach. V'chalashi yasi yatzliach, yatzliach is the koyach of what? Of Yosef at Sadiq. V'yosef ish matzliach, and matzliach means that he'll be matzliach in his nisyonis, or befrat, in this inyin of Yosef at Sadiq. V'yosef ish matzliach. Hatzloch of Yosef at Sadiq, which I spoke about earlier in the year, during those parashies of Yosef at Sadiq, hatzloch doesn't mean that it, you always get it right. Hatzloch doesn't mean that it always works. Hatzloch means... That you're in the that you're in the sugi of fighting against something. You're not ish matzliach. You're matzliach with your nisyonis. You're matzliach with the <coughs> Let's just begin. Let's just begin. I'm 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 assuming that just the few pages we're going to review that it's a review for all of you, because because I I, I think that. That most of you, if not all of you, have learned the entire Chavis Talmidim, but if not, that at least the beginning, Siach im Hamalamdim Ba'avis Abanim, where the Rebbe has a discussion with teachers and parents. And I'm fully aware that you're familiar with this, and I've spoken about this many times over the years, but in the context of what we're doing, it would, it would be very, very terrible to leave it out. It has to be part of the Mahalach of, of where we're going, and it, was, it needs to be part included in the binion of, of, of what we're trying to build together, which is where we are, which is the union of Yesod, of the Yesod HaBinyan, the Yesod HaBinyan. Because the Rebbe says here is Mamish, the Yesod, of what it means to be Mechanach, to raise a child. So let's just start. Again, if you have the Sefer, 
When you have the safe, it's much easier to have a safe instead of a couple of pages. <coughs> if not, then please keep the pages that you got for next time, not to have to fumble around looking for other pages. I could do it. It'd be nice to do in Lashon Hakodesh, but I don't want to spend time in the limud. So we could just read in English. I think this is a very nice translation. I don't see any reason why we can't just do it straight in English. The rabbi didn't say this. He didn't say it in the Hebrew. He didn't say it in English. He said it in Yiddish. It was, when, he, when, he spoke to, when he spoke it over, when it was written, he wrote it in beautiful, almost poetic Lashon HaKadosh, which is chaval. His, his Lashon HaKadosh is very, very beautiful. But uh, England was man. Let's just try to do a little bit. We'll get started with the first paragraph. <coughs> Shlomo Melech said, Chanoich l'anar al pidarko, gam ki yaskim liosim yimena. Train the child according to his way. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for a type of chinuch that will be forever. That the good things that we say will not just be speeches and verdlach and droshes for the kid, but the chinuch that we give the kid will be loyosik. That even when he is old, he's an old person, and we already, it's already been already uh, many kalmolais, Shaul is 120, and, and the kid is, is close to 120. The kid will still live with that. It'll still give him chiyas. Herein lays the fundamental principle of education of Chinuch. The goal is not merely that the child should listen to and obey his father while he is still a child and under his father's jurisdiction, but also that once the child has matured and is his own master, he will not depart from it. That's the key. Because the kids are mostly, most of the time, I mean, they, okay, you have some kids that are mamish, like, uh, you know, uh, hard to, to, to control. But most of the kids, especially when they're, when they're smaller, they'll listen. Like, they'll, you know, eventually you might have to say it three or four times, but they're, they're going to do what they're told. But that's not, that's not, uh, your horse also does that. Your horse, the car also does even better than the horse, Right? If you turn the key, usually, usually you have a little gas in the, in the battery, so it goes on. So the, the, the horse listens, the car listens, and your kid will listen. That's not such a chacham. The question is later on. Not just to listen and obey. Children are not dumb, and they know when it's kedai. It's kedai to, to do certain things, otherwise this guy, this guy, my father, could be difficult, so it's kedai. Just uh, It works. I... He said, you remember, Rabbi Harvest was here the other day, he said, Gavalda Gavart, when he was in Yeshiva, when he was a kid, he said that there was, uh, some of you were here, he said that there was a, uh, I told my wife we were laughing, and this is very good Vart, how smart a kid is. He said that uh, they, were, they were in Yeshiva, and the Meshagiyach in the Yeshiva was a very, very, very sweet person, very, very kind-hearted. So Rabbi Harvest said that he had a friend that was an unbelievable troublemaker, like Mamish, was like terrible, terrible. And he kept on doing this stuff, and, and every time the Meshkirch would, like, you know, uh, take this away. And, but he was, the Meshkirch was very soft-hearted, and the punishments apparently were not so terrible, you know. And, and the, kid is, the kid just kept on doing it. So finally, the other guy is there, and the Meshkirch just said to this, to this Bach, he said, he said, why do you, whatever, Yankee, why do, you, why do you keep on doing that? <laughs> you know, like he was just, what? Why, he couldn't even yell, he said, the Meshkirch, why do you keep on doing that all the time? Like, so the Bach has said, because I learned... It's easier to ask for mechila than to get rishus. <laughs> Think about it. It's a good part, no? If you have the right kind of mashgiach, the right kind of father, the mother, for sure. It's easier to get... In other words, I want to do stuff. I, if I ask you, you're never going to let me. 
but you, you seem to always forgive me. So it's easier to ask Mechila than get Vishus, that's all. It works for me. And I'm sure the Meshkich was Meichelen <laughs> for, for saying that. He was Meichelen. It's easier to ask Mechila than Vishus. So kids are smart. They're smart. This one is smart enough to like Mamish articulate it. But kids understand. This one I can get away. This one I can't get away. The Tachlis, the Rebbe says, not that you have a kid that obeys you because the kid also understands it's Kedai with this guy. Like, i got to work with him. So it's Kedai. That's not the Tachlis. The Tachlis is once he's left his father. L'chubanim shimuli. After you go away. Education is not really a matter of commanding the child or the student. You have to, you have to realize... When the Rebbe said these words back in those days in Poland, these are revolutionary words. Just what we read so far. It's revolutionary. Because the whole way of Chinuch in those years, the whole way of Chinuch was just commanding. Just telling. It wasn't just in those years. That's, I was raised that way also. It, was, it wasn't, uh, wasn't like a conversation or a discussion. Even my father's the sweetest person in the world. He didn't ask me my opinion or that I thought about something. He just told me uh, what, what to do. He had other ways of making sure that the thing would, things would last with him, which I believe they do. But it wasn't a matter of, uh, of educating in, in, in what the Rebbe's talking about. <coughs> it was commanding. Do this and do that. My mother, would, my mother was always handling with me, and I would always say, why, why, why? To my mother, she said, this is a why. Why do I have to do this? I had a whole question, like, why do I have to make my bed? I'm sleeping in it tonight anyway, right? <laughs> so with my mother, it was always, I had all these caches. Why? And my mother starts to explain to me, and I was always slugging up my mother, and she, then she would get upset with me, and, and I never, ever, ever would dare to ask my father why. I never asked my father, Adhayom, if he tells me to do something, why? There was one time that I had like a, I wanted to make a hour like that, I remember because all my friends were going to a basketball game in the garden, and, 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 and my father said, you're not going? Uh, I remember the Cheshman was, and I had this Indian that I was, I was like sitting there, still sitting there. My father was looking like, why am I still sitting here? <laughs> I was, why are you hanging out? And I told you the answer. You're not going. So what are you sitting? You waiting for something else? That was the closest I got to why. <laughs> I almost asked. I was, I was like, I was, a, I was thinking if I could ask that. And then he just looked at me and says, why are you still sitting here? Just like that. <laughs> what do you want? And it wasn't like in a nasty way. He's just like, we're done. I said what I had to. We're finished. You're not gone. Now, if it wasn't that there was so much love in, in a million, billion other things, that might have been a hard thing to take. But there was a lot of the ahava. But there was a way of commanding. So that's how he was raised. And was, do that and don't do that. It's not a matter of habit of accustoming the child to the performance of good deeds. Nor is it a matter of habit or accustoming the child to the performance of good deeds. Just to repeat, to repeat, say, Ashri, 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 Ashri. Education is a greater and more dynamic process than commands and habit. These two elements, commands and habit, are nothing more than tools that the educator must utilize in order to guide the child in Hashem's ways, but that's not called education. The, the, of course, commands and habit have to be used in chinuch, but that's not chinuch. They have to be used very wisely, but that's not called chinuch. And what chinuch is, Mitch, we're going to talk, we're going to, the Rebbe's talking to us, is discussion with teachers and parents. So before we could eat, before we could go further in midas hayesod, and how and we need to have the, an understanding of what chinuch is, so we could mechanech the kids in the Indian of kedusha sabris. So we'll continue, Mr. Shem, if you remember, to try to bring the chavos up to meet the next time. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it's also by my